Hello, everyone, and welcome to Horizon Weekly Insider number 139. Today is Monday, June 6th, 2022, and we are live on Discord and YouTube. Thank you so much for joining us, and please be aware that this call is being recorded and will be available for you to check out later in our Horizon podcast. Also, please remember to ask your questions for the team on Menti, and we will provide a link to that in our chat. So today, let's go ahead and kick off our updates with our engineering department. Welcome, Alberto. Hi, Hal. Thank you. As usual, we can start with Zendu. So uh, last week, we continued working on the design extension in order to manage in a more efficient way those sidechains whose use cases doesn't, don't require full decentralization. And Zendu, you remember, was designed having a, a full decentralized sidechain system in mind, a model like this, uh, but for some cases uh, that don't require the full decentralization, some of the functionalities are not needed. And so we already have identified a couple of possible approaches that uh, we can follow, and we are now defining tasks uh, related to both approaches before we move on with the development. Apart from these, that obviously was a big focus uh, for last week, we also worked on multiple other things, uh, I mean, always related to Zendu, and in particular, we opened a PR adding a detailed list of dependencies for compilation of Zendi on generics, uh, generic Linux systems, addressing uh, a related issue on GitHub. Have a good day, uh, Delaney, I'll see you later. And probably uh, some some mic was open. <laughs> Moreover, we improved the MC test call, a C++ tool used to generate uh, and verify proofs in Python tests. This required improving the linking stage of the Zendy build. And also, we took this chance to extend such improvement to third-party dependencies. And in the end, we were able to reduce the size of the Zendy binary from 18 megabytes to 14 megabytes. And last but not least, regarding Zendu, we also performed additional tests for the update tip event that was not always propagated through the WebSocket channel. Okay, now let's move on with the SDK, and in particular about Blaze, where last week we released the SDK version 0.3.4, and it included the backup functionality we mentioned a couple of weeks ago, a procedure that is needed, for example, for recovering token and uh, token fungible boxes, I mean, for specific use case, I mean, at the height of the last valid certificate. Uh, together with it, uh, we also updated the dependencies due to the known log4j vulnerability reported by Apache. And as last point, uh, an update of the documentation, in particular for the new endpoints uh, it has introduced. So this was related to 0.3.4. Then for what regards the next upcoming version of the SDK, we're now working on several other things like the fork manager. So, uh, I mean, in order to be able to introduce, let me say, new functionality that provides, uh, that let's say, needs and hard fork. So we, are, we want to make easier the life of the developer uh, in order for having, with, uh, having a, let me say, a, a class that help you managing uh, uh, the new functionality activation. And the design is currently in progress. Uh, then the wallet secrets import textures, the enablement of the authorization of for wallet critical endpoints. Uh, last mention about this topic is that uh, uh, starting from some connectivity issues we wanted to fix, we discovered the root cause in the framework we were using for that part, and currently we're testing the fixes and updating the documentation also for this part. 
Apart from all of this, we also uh, have been conducting code reviews related to several other pull requests that are almost ready to be finalized and merged. And the full change log will obviously be provided once we will be near to the next release. Okay, then for what regards the EVM sidechains, also here we had a big progress during the last week. I mean, the Golang native EVM lib uh, was integrated, the state metadata storage was implemented, uh, then we work, uh, worked on the integration of the state DB storage to manage accounts and smart contracts, and I mean, everything that uh, needs to be uh, stored re related to accounts. And then we worked on the account model integration to be able to produce and apply account blocks with data. And for the new API endpoints, where we had to bring up uh, a new RPC server. And furthermore, uh, the Ethereum transaction was integrated to the common code base of the SDK. And the existing API uh, were adapted to the account model and now abstracted supporting both models. And the sidechain test framework is also being adapted to run Ethereum application. And currently, uh, we're, uh, let me say, doing a, a workshop here uh, where, let me say, we go through all the next changes uh, required by the EVM into production. I mean, all the changes uh, that are, we are going to apply on the SDK core. And we are uh, going through the details about the analysis of the remaining uh, pieces in order to be able to uh, identify if we are, uh, if we, let me say, um, understood everything correctly and uh, if uh, we are all aligned for proceeding with the, the next important part in the development of the uh, changes on the SDK to introduce, for introducing the account uh, base model. Okay, last but not least, on the proving system side, we continued the extensive research on additional approaches for providing session execution in a more developer-friendly way. And this includes comparisons, internal deep understanding, and practical tests and benchmarks. This research is finished, and uh, so we plan to provide, let me say, the results uh, during this week. So, I mean, sorry to be a little bit long, but I mean, many points for today. Back to you. Thank you. Thank you so much for those exciting updates, Alberto. Now we'd like to welcome on Vano for BDN operations updates. Hello everyone, happy Monday. So Zen markets continue to develop and we are seeing centralized exchanges bringing features and markets first seen in tech space and integrating coins without smart contract capabilities there, which enable these interesting use cases for these coins. If you remember, um, we have seen Binance.com adding automated market maker, AMM markets and supporting Zen there. And other top tier exchanges are following the suite. And just recently, Qcoin has enabled Zen borrowing and lending on their platform. It is the only top tier exchange supporting these use cases for Zen currently. And market orders are already filling up there and hopefully our community finds it useful as well. Super happy for this. And I would like to thank Qcoin for enabling Zen lending and supporting us throughout these years. And yeah, that, that's all from me for today. Back to you, Erica. Thank you, Vano. Now I'd like to welcome on Victor for product and engineering updates. Thanks, Erica. 
for today uh, we have some updates about uh, Celsius uh, with the ZK audit uh, we just deployed the last week. Uh, we have the sidechain that is now based on the, uh, let's say, mm, 033 version of the SDK and uh, uh, it's introducing, uh, uh, it's using, it's benefiting uh, the most of the updates uh, of last time we have discussed, so bug fixes mainly. And um, we are preparing the staging uh, jointly with uh, Celsius uh, of their block explorer, or actually it's our block explorer, and uh, with uh, one of their, uh, um, let's say, uh, showcase and uh, um, staging pages uh, to demonstrate the ability of this uh, uh, unique uh, piece of work, piece of software uh, and um, we are uh, helping them with some uh, DevOps and infra related work that is the only thing that is missing in this uh, huge project uh, for them to have their uh, Explorer up and running on their machines. Um, about, uh, um, let's say, the EVM sidechain, uh, the most was said already by Alberto with the engineering updates. I can tell that from my perspective, uh, there is a new RPC server up uh, that was uh, um, developed. Uh, it's missing its review. And uh, we now have uh, uh, quite everything that supports both uh, Utixo and account model. Node Wallet uh, in particular, that was one of the uh, last things that was worked uh, uh, up to now. And uh, also we have verified that uh, we have the ability now to forge blocks uh, with uh, containing Ethereum transaction as well. Uh, that's all from me. Uh, back to you. And actually, I think I have to pass it to Angie. <laughs> so back to, yes. uh, back to Angie. Thank you, Victor. And hi, everybody. So I'll just provide a quick update regarding our Token Mint uh, project. So as you can see there on the slide, our next milestone is taking our token mint project to mainnet release. Getting a milestone for us. Uh, the teams are working together really hard to bring, as you know, our token chain, our Cobalt wallet, our block explorer, and the token generator versions to mainnet. Um, also, several rounds of internal testing have been planned already in different environments with the goal of having our stack ready by the end of the month. Uh, much kudos to the tools, sidechains, and infra teams for helping putting together the plan that we will be following up in the upcoming weeks. And uh, just as, as a side note, and as all of you or the majority of you should know, our TokenMe platform project is composed by several different teams uh, just working together to achieve our mainnet release goal uh, at the end of the month. So that's it from my side. Back to you, Erika. Thanks. Thank you, Angie, and I'm really looking forward to seeing what else you guys put out uh, for, for Token Mint. It's a very awesome product. Uh, now I will be doing the marketing updates today as a lot of the team is traveling to Consensus, uh, which brings me to the fact that this is going to be a huge week for the team. We will, for the most part, all be at Consensus 2022 in Austin, Texas this week. So if you are going to Consensus, please stop by booth number 104. We would be happy to welcome you to the booth, teach you more about Horizon, and just introduce ourselves to the community. Um, and we'll actually be doing a very special uh, booth opportunity where you can launch your own token using Token Mint by Horizon. Uh, so if you're curious about the process of Token Mint, stop by our booth. 
You don't need any coding knowledge and the whole process only takes about five minutes. So once you successfully launch your token at our booth, we will airdrop you some of our tokens to your new wallet. Uh, so if that sounds interesting to you, we will be sending out an, a way to schedule a token launch and spots are limited. So uh, look out for that in your email. Thank you so much for listening to these updates. I would now like to bring on Dean for a leadership updates and Q&A session. Thanks, Erica. Um, I guess I'll start with I'm excited to go visit you in booth 104 and uh, see if I can print uh, or, or mint uh, Dean coin, which I've been talking about for a number of years. So looking forward to that. Um, Okay, so just, uh, we've heard a lot of really amazing updates today. Uh, first from engineering and all of the work that's going into the proving system is really remarkable. Um, so much of this gets lost, I think, on the day-to-day -day, uh, workflow basis if you're not in the weeds. Um, but the actual technolo technology and innovation that's happening out of our Milan office is really uh, incredible and inspirational and, and I think uh, is one of the reasons why uh, we're all so excited and bullish for the future of Horizon. Um, also love the update from Vano. Thank you, Vano. Uh, Zen borrowing and lending is fantastic. Uh, that's been something I know Rob has thought about for probably five years. Um, so to actually see it in action is incredible. I think this is just uh, another reminder of how Zen uh, can be used in, in decentralized finance. And this is kind of one of those first steps. Um, really, really looking forward to checking out KuCoin and seeing how to do it. Um, and then I think the, the biggest uh, and most exciting thing that's happened to Horizon in a long time is just... Uh, a short ways away, which is actually going to mainnet with uh, our our first sidechain. So token mint, uh, you know, with the Cobalt wallet and the updated block explorer really uh, represents a significant upgrade in uh, our project. So until this goes live on, on mainnet, we've theoretically uh, created an amazing main chain side chain ecosystem. And once this goes live, it becomes a reality. Uh, and so really uh, excited and um, just uh, appreciative of how much work went into uh, making this happen. This is, you know, a multi-year effort that we're finally seeing the very first uh, fruits of. And so I think Token Mint will be our first sidechain on, on, that goes live. Um, and then, you know, our expectation is to see uh, dozens, hundreds, and thousands. So really excited about that. Um, last point, I will also be a consensus. I think a lot of our team will be a consensus. So uh, looking forward to visiting the booth, looking forward to uh, happy hour. And just generally looking forward uh, to meeting anyone in the community. So if you need me, I'll be at booth uh, 104. And uh, with that, I guess let's turn it over to Q&A. Awesome. So it looks like we have a lot of really great questions today. Uh, the first one is, 
Is there a scenario in which Horizon Labs does well while the Horizon Protocol Zendu does not share in that success? Should we consider any risk that Horizon Labs could decouple from the protocol? That's a good question. Um, so Horizon Labs is an independent entity, uh, very much like Consensus is to Ethereum, Horizon Labs is to Horizon. I think that's the easiest way to look at it. Uh, is it possible for Horizon Labs to do well independently of the Horizon ecosystem? I, I think the answer to that is yes, in the sense that, for example, Horizon Labs uh, can work with projects uh, like it has with Yuga Labs, for example, and ApeCoin, um, that may or may not uh, benefit the Horizon ecosystem in the near term. Um, but I think that that's probably more theoretical than reality. In reality, the two entities are um, extremely uh, united and focused on uh, similar goals. I, I think probably 80% of Horizon Labs engineering time and, and resources are spent building out the Horizon ecosystem. So uh, although theoretically it's possible, I think the answer in reality is that the two entities are joined for better or worse. And um, if one succeeds, the other succeeds and, and vice versa. Great insights. Thank you, Dean. And the next one, it looks like we're having some concerns about the uh, bear market. It looks like we are seeing a lot of layoffs and hiring freezes from crypto companies, even Coinbase did a hiring freeze. How does Horizon and Horizon Labs doing now or in case we have a bear market? Yeah, uh, another great question. Um, so obviously, you know, all ships go up and down in, in the tide uh, and our project is, is no different. I think fortunately, so we've been very conservative with how the foundation has uh, spent its resources. So, of course, uh, do, does the foundation prefer Zen at 40 to 20? Of course, yes. Um, but we've been able to, uh, you know, spend cautiously and, and save up a reserve. And, and so I believe from our expectations, uh, we're planning to continue moving forward, business as usual, uh, probably be a little more cautious on uh, non-engineering spends going forward, but we're in great shape. And if this downturn, whether it lasts a month or a year and a half or is another crypto winter, um, both Horizon and Horizon Labs are in excellent financial shape. Thank you, Dean. And final question is, are any more events being attended by Horizon or Horizon Labs this year? What about ZenCon Zero event that Rob said would happen in Italy? Yeah, so, and I'll probably turn this one over to you, Erica, but yes, so we, we are having, uh, we will be present at a number of events. I know, so we're going to be at Consensus uh, later this week. I know that there will be presence at uh, NFT NYC, uh, uh, and there is a big uh, ZenCon happening uh, later this year. I'm not sure what details have been released, and I certainly don't 
want to be the one to spill the beans because that would go against the ethos of being a hashtag crypto lawyer. So Erica, I'll turn it over to you and and maybe you can share uh, what our schedule is. Sure. So actually, you covered it perfectly. We are currently going to be at Consensus this week. We will have some presence at NFT NYC. And then we are looking to plan uh, ZenCon Zero in Milan, Italy later this year, but we aren't able to share any specific details on that yet. And that brings us to the end of our call today. We want to thank you all so much for stopping by and joining the Weekly Insider today. Uh, Just a reminder that the recording will be available on our podcast platforms as well as YouTube. Uh, So thank you all so much for joining. We will see you again next Monday for the latest Horizon updates. Have a great week, everyone.